Hi, I'm Sarah, and this is my daughter and my co-host, Allegra. You may know my mom from the Mom Hour. On this show, we talk about the books, shows, podcasts, and music that our family enjoys together, plus how we discover great media for kids and how we consume it. We also talk about other fun stuff like board games, tablet games, and movies. Today's episode is all about going to see movies in the theater. This was a listener suggestion. So we're going to talk about going as a family, taking little kids to the theater, big kids, the whole thing. I can't wait. Come on, Mom, let's get started. Okay, everybody, welcome back. So like we said, this episode is all about going to the movies with your family. This episode idea was from Anna Hall. She sent us a great email and we decided to make it into an episode. I love this. We've gotten so much great email from you guys out there listening, you and your kids. Um, So please keep those coming. Our email address is hello at kidliteratepodcast.com. And Anna's question was so good because Allegra... I have to admit, we've brainstormed a lot of topics for this podcast and movies in the theater was not something I thought of. So great idea, Anna. Yes. Okay. So what I thought we could do um, is I'm going to ask you some questions, Allegra. I'm going to interview you about your experience as a kid going to see movies in the theater. So we haven't really, uh, we haven't really rehearsed this. So I'm just going to put you in the hot seat, ask you some questions and we'll go from there. But Anna, we will circle back to your question about whether an almost three-year-old might be ready for a movie theater experience. So we'll, we'll circle back. So, Allegra, do you know what your first movie in the theater was? I think it was The Lion King. It was. So this was actually a great story because Allegra, as a toddler and preschooler, was very easily, uh, how would you put it, scared? Frightened, nervous. Yeah. She was a tentative personality. um, And we had started showing some shows and movies at home by age two or three but often you were scared. You, you mm-hmm. didn't like it or you had to shut it off. So we did not think you would, when you add the, the big sound and like the big screen and all that, we were like, this is a recipe for disaster. But the cool thing was The Lion King was a Disney movie you had seen at home already. On I you, loved it. Yes, you we loved it. Pretended Lion King. Yeah. And I think you guys got really tired of it. Yeah, yeah, it was. So you were already super into it. And it turned out it was the 20th or 25th anniversary. There was some reason that they were re-releasing. Now, keep in mind, this is way before they did the... Um, the recent, like, li- it's not really live action. What do you call that? The the recent update of Lion King that came out just in 2019, which, side note, is also great. Also saw that in the movie, in the theater. But we're talking about the original animated feature they re-released in the movie theater when you were about three, a little over three. And so we got a babysitter for your brother, and we took you, and you were three. And I have really cute pictures of you picking out your candy. And we we really tried to make it a fun experience. So contrast that probably to your youngest sibling, Violet. She probably doesn't even remember her first movie in the theater because we started taking her. It was like when she. Oh, actually, I think I do. I think I do um, too. it was like a polar documentary. Oh, that might have been. She was like maybe six months old. OK, I she think... was really young and you had to take her out halfway through because she started getting fussy. But yeah, it was like Disney nature, ice and snow, so polar documentary. I think what you're remembering is actually one of those IMAX films at a science center. I think it was at the oh, Arizona Science Center. That would make sense. So you're right. That That is like a movie theater experience. I probably wouldn't have bought her a ticket at that age, but we were already there. I think her first real movie in the theater was The Good Dinosaur. Oh, we saw it on yeah, Christmas Day that. or Chris, the day after Christmas or something. And she was just shy of two. So she was still one. And she actually did great. But that's just kind of a contrast because when your older siblings are already going to the theater. She's already seen the fourth Harry Potter movie. (laughs) And I didn't 
see a movie till I was like four. Right. Um, okay, so your first movie, you were a little over three, and that we made that decision uh, in part because you were very uh, easily frightened, especially by scary things in the movies. Um, and the fact that it was a movie you'd already seen made it much better because you were familiar, and you did you did great. Um, do you have any specific like unpleasant movie uh, memories from movie theaters? Like anytime you got really scared or overwhelmed, or has it mostly been pleasant? Not scared, but some movies are not great movies. So tell me more about that. What kind of movies do you not like to see in the theater? Um, just like the ones that are really predictable. Okay. I don't like predictable movies or books. Okay. Well, that's um that is a fair statement. You and I actually walked out of a very popular kids animated feature. Oh, do you yeah. remember that? <laughs> I feel a little bad cuz it's a well-loved movie, but you were like, "I got to get out of here." And I was like, "I'm I can support that." Do you remember what it was? Um Incredibles 2. It was Incredibles 2. Honestly, now I don't think I would mind it. It wasn't that long ago, but like I watched the new Star Wars movie, which is very intense. So Yeah, I, I don't think you were scared by no. Incredibles 2. It was extremely action packed. And I was expecting like the funny Incredibles 1, like Yeah. I I like all the stuff from the Incredibles when they're in their regular house being incredible in their regular town. And the second one is mostly like the super action hero stuff and that's not really my thing. Yeah, either. I don't like the Marvel stuff or Yeah. So anyway, um so you mostly have positive memories of going to see movies in the theater yes. now. And especially ha- the food. I love the food. <laughs> okay. Well, I was going to ask, but before we get to favorite snacks, um would you say as a family, so coincidentally we're recording this on a day where we're headed to the theater in a little bit. But would you say we go now as a family? You guys are 11, 9 and 7. What would you say? Every couple months maybe? Yeah, maybe every other month, but not like on schedule, right. not like you can only see a movie. Right. But I think like if there's a good one out, we could go. Yeah, I think that's about average. Yeah. Like we don't go a ton, but we're not like once a year. Right. Have you ever gone to the movies in the theater with a, just with a friend? Yes. Well, um without you or Reed or Violet or Dad. I went to see Toy Story 4 with my neighborhood friends. Oh, that's right. That's fun. And so there was a grown up with you, but you were kind of with a group of friends. Uh Because I remember being about your age and that was something we started to do a lot as groups of friends is get dropped off at the theater and go see a movie. So that's really fun. Um, And I remembered one other kind of like a little bit less great memory. Do you remember when you and Reed went to see Coco and you were with a family friend? Do you remember? Was it? No, it wasn't Coco. It was the other really emotional one. Um, Inside Out. That's the one I was trying to think of. You and Reed went to see Inside Out. You must have been about five and seven, maybe, to see Inside Out. And you were just with one family friend, the dad, who had like four or five kids with him. Um, you Do you remember liking that movie? I didn't like it, but it wasn't intense. I just don't think it had a great storyline. What I keep hearing about Inside Out, and I haven't seen it, is that grownups love it because it addresses <laughs> a lot of things that are, you know, important to grownups, like sharing your feelings and recognizing your feelings. And but that kids are like, Meh, I don't get it or I don't love it. That's not I'm sure there are kids out there who do enjoy it. But the people I have heard rave about that movie are all grownups, not kids. Um, and you guys went and we didn't know anything about it. And Reed was pretty little. He was probably like a young five, like just turned five. And it was pretty intense for him. I just remember not liking it. It didn't have a great storyline. And kind of hard to follow. And I remember the other, the dad, 
Ben who took you guys being like, yeah, Reed was a little, I don't know if he cried or if he, he was, uh, it was too much for him. And, and as parents, we weren't there to help him. So I guess all of what we're saying here comes around to the fact that movies in the theater are bigger, louder, more intense. You pay more money for them. So it's kind of like you, somebody at my school, they did a project on like sensory um, problems and like they had an idea where like you could put earplugs on so then you could control the volume oh, that's of the screen. So it like went into your ears mm-hmm. instead of big sound systems. Yeah, that's really smart because that is a big part of it. And there's a lot of kids out there, whether they have true sensory issues or not, who are just overwhelmed by the the lights and the sound. And and if you don't, it, for the most part, except for you, when we got to see The Lion King, for the most part, it's a movie you've never seen before. So you yeah. also, even as parents, we try to like look it up on Common Sense Media or read the reviews, but we don't always know what's coming. So I guess for us, it, it's always been sort of carefully chosen. But now that you guys are a little bit older, um, we do have fun. We do have fun going to the theater. All right, Allegra, you're doing great. I'm going to ask you a couple more questions that have to do with kind of the experience of going to the movie. So first, how do you feel about previews and what do you like? Tell me about how you like to what do you like to get to the theater early? Do you like to get your stuff first? Do you like to where do you like to sit in the theater? Like if you could design that whole experience perfectly, what would it be like? Well, I like popcorn. (laughs) Okay, we knew this was coming back to food. I like food. You may yeah. not know this about me, but I like food. <laughs> and so I like popcorn and candy. Okay. And ices. Yeah. Okay. And all of the movie theater food. Do you like to get <laughs> to the theater early? Yes, but not so early that I have to sit through all of the newbie and the previews. And Okay. Well, you bring up a good point because previews is different from whatever they have playing before the previews. Like, <laughs> come to Hogue Pediatric Care. I'm like, <laughs> what does that have to do with the movie? Um, so, yeah, there are those looping advertisements and very weird third-party, you know, entertainment content that's playing. That's different from the actual previews. Do you like the previews themselves? Most of the time. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah. I think... Uh, when we first started taking you guys to movies, it was fun. We'd been out of the movie theater life for so long that it was fun to see what else was coming out. And obviously, when you go to a kid's movie, you're going to see previews for kids movies. And so I felt like as a as a parent and consumer of kids media, I was like, oh, this is great. Like I get to find out what else is coming out. So I like previews in general, too. Yeah. OK, we can talk about food now. I like food. I know. Uh, so popcorn, butter. Yes. Yes. Lots of butter. Um. I like butter, but not lots of butter. It tastes way too fake. Okay. And then what else would you get? Like if I let you get anything, what else would you get? An icy. What color? Red. Okay. Um, I would get candy, like either Airheads Extreme Bites or Nerds. Okay. So yeah, you always, you kind of like the fruity, sour. Or Reese's. Those are the oh. one. Reese's Pieces, Reese's right? Reese's Pieces. I like yeah. Reese's Pieces a lot. Yeah, we uh, sometimes let you guys get candy. Depends on how much other sugar we've been having lately and and how many movies we've been going to. It gets really expensive to outfit everybody with popcorn and candy, but it's also a fun treat. So, yeah. Well, I have a couple before we move on into what we're reading. um, I have a couple quick tips and Allegra, you're welcome to add any tips of your own. These are more for parents of smaller kids. So Anna wrote to us wondering if her almost three year old was ready and I don't think there's an age. I, I mean, I think based on what we've talked about, if, you're, if your kid likes movies, can sit through them. 
and isn't overly sensitive, then I think two or three years old, there's lots of kids who enjoy the movie. But that said, our cousin went to see Frozen 2. She's like obsessed with Frozen. And she sat through the whole thing with her and her friend. Yeah. And they're two, they, she's a young two, just turned two. And they brought the infants who slept in the carrier. So they took a toddler and an infant to Frozen 2 and it was successful, which kind of blew my mind. So I don't think there's any one right age. You just have to kind of be ready to to pull the plug and leave early if it doesn't yeah. work or if the kid is upset. Um, I also think it's one of those things. There's plenty of time. So sometimes as parents, we get so excited to do those first things with you. But but if your kid's not ready, then don't make it a bad experience right. for their first time. Right. Exactly. So a couple of quick tips. Um, you mentioned that the kid at your school did a project on um, making a more sensory, uh, a calmer sensory experience. And um, in different cities, they have a really cool option for parents and kids. A lot of times they'll do showtimes during the day or even in the morning that are um, baby friendly or toddler friendly. And so they'll turn the volume down and they'll turn the lights slightly up. So it's not quite so dark and it's not quite so loud. Um, huh, and never heard of that. Yeah. And they'll do a showing. Um, and, and I've heard of it two ways. One would be a kid's movie that the kids want to see and they make it just a, a calmer sensory experience. But I've also heard it um, for brand new moms who have brand new babies where moms can go to the movie. So now it's not a kid's movie. It is an adult movie because they're there with an infant who doesn't care and who and, and in those they also have the lights like you can change a diaper if you need to. So that's more of a new mom experience. Both oh, of those that's are cool. Yeah, really good. ideas. That. Yeah, really good ideas. Um, and then another thing to look into because movies can be so expensive is look into um, summer movie series in your town. So I think most places do this where you can buy a package and they'll they'll show second run movies. So that means movies that have already been in the theater once and maybe they're already out on DVD now. So it's like last year's movies, um, but they'll show them in the mornings and they're like a dollar or two dollars, really, really inexpensive. So that's a really fun way. We've never, we travel so much in the summer. It's never made sense to do it because you have to buy, you buy like the whole summer package. Huh. Um, but that's another really fun thing. So maybe we'll look into that this summer. Okay. Well, let's move on to our segment that we do every week, which is called what we're reading. All right. What are you reading right now? I am reading the war that saved my life. That sounds familiar. Yeah, I've read it maybe one or two or five times. <laughs> it's a really good book. And uh, who's it by? Do you remember? Yeah, it's by Kimberly Brubaker Bradley. And so you're returning to this book as a beloved reread and about to read the sequel again as well, right? Yes. And that's the war I finally won. Yeah. And so a couple of weeks ago when we did um, listener mail with books that you all recommend, somebody has recommended that book. Yeah. Uh, maybe. That kind of reminded me that I love yeah. that book. Yeah. Okay. I just finished a book of essays called On Being 40-ish, which is appropriate because I am turning 40 any minute now. Um, and this book um, I would recommend to any women approximately my age, a little older, a little younger. That's why it's 40-ish. It's edited by a writer named Lindsay Mead uh, who put it all together, but it's actually essays from a whole bunch of different female writers. Um, some are funny, some are poignant um, and really, really well done. It's also a quick read. I love books of essays when you're in a phase of life where you're not reading a lot because you can pick it up, read a few pages or read that one essay. And then if you forget, it doesn't matter because you're on to the next one. Um, so I love I love a good book of essays. So that's called On Being 40-ish, edited by Lindsay Mead. And both of those we will link up in the show notes at kidliteratepodcast.com. 
All right. Now, what you are reading. Okay, this is so exciting. I'm so excited about this, Allegra. Yeah, we got our first audio message from Sarah McCall and her three daughters. Hi, Sarah and Allegra. My name is Sarah McCall, and I'm here with my three daughters. We're calling from Illinois. We have been enjoying your new podcast and thought that we would share some of the books that we have been reading lately. I just finished Born a Crime by Trevor Noah and also Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. Hi, this is Kate. I'm 10 years old. I recently finished the Lightning Thief series. There are five books in the series and you have to read them in order for them to make sense. And they are all amazing. Hi, this is Aaron McCall and I'm eight years old and I highly recommend the Ivy and Bean books. Hi, my name is Nora. I'm six years old and and I really like the Big Nate series. Well, Sarah and girls... Thank you so much. That was our first audio message. And listeners, please keep those coming. We've gotten a lot of emails and we love those as well. It's so fun to hear your voices. So, Allegra, what do you think about what they're reading? Yeah, so I heard The Lightning Thief. We're reading the first book in history class, which is a pretty fun assignment. The Ivy and Bean books, we have almost all of them. Yeah, those are great. Um, You loved those when you were about that same yeah, age. Yeah, and now my sister's getting into them. Yeah. And Big Nate, always a popular choice. We never really got into that one, but I hear it's really good. And I know it flies off the library shelves. That's cool. Okay, well, thank you so much, uh, McCall family. Uh, We so appreciate that message. Okay, Allegra, time to wrap up. We will talk to everybody in two weeks. And thanks for listening. Yeah, see you soon. Kid Literate is a production of Life Listen. Our sound engineer is Brian Thomas from Yokai Audio. You can find links to everything we mentioned at kidliteratepodcast.com. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you listen. Thanks!